Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. So we all have these big goals that we want to achieve and you know for a lot of us if you're type A just like me you have a plan for it you have you know where you're going and what are the different things that you're going to have to do uh, you might even know who's going to support you in all of these elements and here's one thing though there is one area of your life that if you can master it and align it to support your goals, you are going to win every time. But if you're not able to master this one area and to really have it working for you, no matter how much you know of what you need to do, it is going to be so much more so much more difficult and it's going to take you longer, right? And the journey, the journey towards it is not going to be um, very enjoyable. Let's put it that way. All right. And that is the area of emotions. I know I've had this conversation even with my husband. I've had it with many clients where the one thing that I the one area where I see people lose so much energy, so much energy is because of their emotions. I had this conversation with my husband a few years ago and he's very emotional. Okay, he is somebody who is (laughs) definitely in touch with his emotions. And when things are going great, he is ecstatic, right? Like everything oozes joy. But when things are difficult and he's not feeling good internally, it really shifts completely the other way around. And it has a, he has a harder time. He's so much better now, right, over the years. Uh, but he used to have such a hard time getting stuff done and getting out of that emotional turn, turmoil. And I see that a lot with clients. When they have a goal and they know what they need to do and things are getting in their way, I see many, many people get very flustered. And because they're flustered, they're losing sleep, they're losing productivity, as in everything takes them longer to execute on because of all of the mental chatter that's happening, right? I see them uh, having an impact even on their team because of how they're feeling and how they're showing up. It has such a huge impact. Your emotions have such can have such a huge impact on um, the results that you're getting, on how effective your time is, on how enjoyable the whole experience of business, you know, building business and living life is. That I really want you to focus on that if you haven't over the next year, and even if you have, there's always a next level. Okay. True story. And I know I mentioned uh, my illness a few times over the, uh, you know, on the podcast over the past couple of years that I've been doing this, but from 2014 to 2017, when I was very, very sick and realizing in 20, let me see, I think it was in 2015 where I was speaking to grandmaster, my Kung Fu grandmaster who really pinpointed the source of my illness to me as something emotional due to anger That's when, for me, the whole journey of looking at my emotions started because I had never really done that before. I've been always very introverted and always appearing very bubbly to people, right? And um, and very positive and very nice to everybody. But that also meant that I was repressing 
a lot of emotions and just dealing with them internally, which got me really, really sick. And working between 2017 and 2019, really focusing on getting to know myself on an emotional level and getting to understand what emotions I was feeling towards different people, towards different situations in my day and assessing how I was feeling throughout the day, every day, and then weekly and so on. It completely, completely, completely changed my life. And when I say to people now, I can count on my fingers how many days in a year I feel down, I literally can. Because my overarching uh, emotion, my uh, the emotions that I feel on a day-to-day basis are very, very intentionally crafted. And that is what I want to talk about today. There is a recipe to the emotions that you want to feel, and you can work on developing them and dealing with the negative stuff to where you get to feel the best emotions that you want to feel on a day-to-day basis. And that will in turn get you to your goals faster. It will in turn make you feel better, make you feel healthier. It will improve your relationships. It will improve your finances because you can actually execute in a much more uh, productive and effective manner, right? And so this emotional work is so crucial, guys. I can't even repeat this enough. For me, it completely changed my life and it makes it that I love life so much. I love people so much more. I love what I do so much more. I get such better results than I used to simply because of the work that I've done on my emotions. Yes, there is strategy behind it. Yes, I'm, you know, I I time block and I set goals and I'm very strategic in how I look at things and I learn a ton. Like my business acumen has expanded like one million fold over the past like decade or so. I definitely do a lot of self-actualization and and learning new things and all of that, which is very important. But the reason why I'm able to do that and able to take those learnings and implement them and learn and fail forward in a way that actually feels joyful and exciting is because I learned, you know, and I had to, unfortunately, you don't want to get to a point where you have to, because there's no other option. You want to be more proactive in this, but I, it's because I had to learn how to turn inward and get to know my emotions, understand how I function and understand how I want to be functioning and actually doing the work to getting there. Okay. So this is super, super important. As I said, when I'm working with clients and their emotions are not in the right place and they're not being productive, it is going, it has always an impact on their productivity It has an impact on their sales and their marketing and how they're showing up to the market and how people are responding to them. They tend to attract more drama when they're not operating from a solid emotional space. They tend, they just tend always attract more drama. Um, They tend to have a negative impact on their team's performance as well, right? It's like the teams, the clients, the leads, like everyone is working almost against their goals that they have for themselves. And it's just them reflecting what's going on internally for the leader. Um, So you want to work on this. You want to identify what's going on and that is going to help you move forward. So even as you're looking at the next 12 months for you, or even the next three months, I'm going to give you just a few steps of things that you can do to help you craft the types of emotions that you want to be feeling. Now, I will add a disclaimer here. 
Some of us or many of us might have had some traumatic experiences that we need, you know, that need to be dealt with. This is something that you definitely want to get support on. That is not what I'm necessarily talking about here. Although what I'm talking about will also apply you for some stuff that's much deeper. You definitely want to have support from a professional. Okay. Very important. For most, most of us, uh, though, I would say a vast majority, like there's a lot that we can do even personally to work on our emotions in a way that's going to create, um, to create really positive results and really make life fun. Like when I hear people say life is hard, I remember when I used to think like that. And now it's like, oh my God, life is so cool. Life is so much fun. It is so really worth living because of, and the only thing that really changed was my emotional state, right? That's what created this whole flip. So let's all commit for the next 12 months to really increase our emotional intelligence and how we deal with situations. And I guarantee you, and I really want you to circle back a few months from now and be like, oh my God, Kyria, listen to what you said. And I did the work and oh my God, life is so much better. Business is so much better. My relationships are so much better. That's what I want for, for you. So here's what I did and what I encourage you to do as well. So when I did a lot of this work between 2017 and 2019 to literally heal my body, it was a very hard period working with these emotions and like uncovering them, right? That's why I'm saying if in some cases you're dealing with something that's super, super profound, you want to get some support. But what I did is really look at what were the emotions that I was feeling all the time, like if grandmaster said anger and I had no idea what he was talking about, then that meant that there was a lack of self-awareness somewhere. Right. And so I had to sit down and feel and be like, where am I feeling anger? Like in what situations? And I started seeing actual situations where I had resentment against people. Right. I had some stuff that I resented my husband for. I had stuff that I resented my mother for. I had stuff that I resented other people for, or even myself so there was some anger, there was some resentment, there was, um, you know, impatience related to certain things, there was guilt, there was shame, there were, there were things that I never really sat and thought about, that in that moment, like things started coming up, right, for me, and, and I started uncovering them one by one and realizing, oh my God, I do feel shame about this thing, right? I do feel this way about that thing. I do feel that because of this illness, I lost so many years and now I'm behind my peers, for example, right? And there's shame associated with that, right? Even if it doesn't make sense, like when your health is on the line and it's a matter of life or death, like it doesn't matter that you lost two years and you're behind, but that's the type of stuff that was going through my mind. So I had to do that work of uncovering what the emotions that I was feeling on a day-to-day -day basis were. And I really started journaling about that. Every day I would wrap up the day. That's when I started going really deep into meditation, debriefing my days, like, you know, giving a number, uh, um, uh, almost like a, you know, grade to my day at the end of every day based on how I felt. It was so helpful. That is how a lot of the hard conversations that I started having with my husband, with my siblings, with my parents, with some friends, that's when those conversations started. It's because either I had never thought that that was the reason, so I never had the conversation, right? I never thought that that was a problem, 
And going back, it actually was. So I started having those conversations or in some cases I knew something was wrong, but I just never said anything about them. And I never took the time to assess what was going on. I was just repressing the emotions. Okay. Not dealing with them. So in all of those situations, I just started digging things up and having the conversation, going through my forgiveness practices all of those things to really clear things up. And oh my God, did it completely change me. Okay. Completely changed me as a human being. I love human beings so much more now, <laughs> I have to say, than I used to love them. Uh, I used to be very, um, how, do, how should I say it? I would be very wary of people, right? I would put my guards way up. It was very difficult to approach me. I'm still very private, but now I have so much love for human beings because I don't have that emotional baggage anymore. It's very easy for me to get, you know, to converse with anybody, uh, you know, give them love and come out of any situation pretty much unfazed, no matter how it went, no matter what energy that person came with, I'm able to protect my own uh, emotional space, right? It was all through that work. So number one, Spend some time figuring out what were some of the most um, prevalent emotions that you had over the past year. Even maybe look at the past week. What are some of the emotions that were there all the time? Was it stress? Was it fear? Was it guilt? Was it joy? Was it gratitude? Like, what are some of the emotions that are? most often there for you and you specifically want to uncover the ones that are affecting you in a negative way because those things slow you down it's like an anchor on your feet and it's pulling you down instead of letting you rise to the surface so that you can do the stuff you need to do okay so what are the things that you feel on a regular basis and literally take the time to write them down so i said for me it used to be a lot of guilt and shame and uh, feeling behind on things, right? Stress, resentment, all of the stuff that I had no idea I was feeling, I was feeling. And I had to, 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 to work them, to work on them one by one. So that's the first thing I want you to do. The next thing that I did was sit down and think, okay, what emotions do I want to feel? Like, how do I want to feel on a day-to-day -day basis? If I had to choose, these emotions that I had before were by default. I didn't know any better, right? And we all know everything is about perspective. So it means that at some point, there's somewhere where we get to choose how we feel. It's just that when we don't know that, the feeling happens by default, right? So I started thinking, what are the emotions that I want to feel? And so the emotions that I wanted to feel were emotions of peace. I was tired of the stress. I, I didn't want to have stress anymore. So peace was one of them. I wanted to feel just the energy of love, right? Like being in love with my kids, being in love with my husband, being in love with my parents, with the people that I talk to, like that feeling of love, I wanted to feel more of it. Because again, when you go into illness for a long time, it's very hard to feel that by default, right? Even the illness itself made me very angry. So I had to deal with that as well. So I wanted to feel again, the emotion of love. I wanted to feel the emotion of confidence. Hmm. This was a big one, especially when I started my business, which was towards the end of my illness. 
where I had the, the courage, courage was another emotion that I wanted to feel, um, where I had the courage to start my own business and just leave my corporate career. Confidence, courage were emotions that I wanted to feel. And I wanted to have ways to feel them on a regular basis, right? Um, other types of, uh, of emotions that I wanted to feel, I wanted to feel just gratitude and contentment. This one can be hard sometimes where I used to feel like I was behind and people were able to do all of these things like, you know, invest and do all of these things. And I felt like I couldn't because my our finances had been completely wiped, wiped out by illness, both my husband and myself, like everything, all saved, everything gone in like a few months. So contentment was a huge one for me that was important now. I wanted to feel content. So I wanted to feel joy. I wanted to feel fulfilled. I wanted to feel driven, right? And peaceful. Those were all emotions. But then the question comes, like, how do you create that? And this, one of my mentors that I have to attribute um, my, my transformation when it comes to this area specifically was actually Robin Sharma. So Robin Sharma... Uh, and I mentioned uh, a couple of times his two massage protocol, right? So he has this two massage protocol that says, hey, you need to have two massages a week, 90 minutes every single week. And uh, that is one key uh, clue, you know, one key uh, tool for high, high performance in general. And initially, of course, I didn't have necessarily the funds to do that or the I didn't feel like I had the time to do that. But I started going to the spa twice a week. And just doing the sauna and sometimes I would do a facial, sometimes I would do a massage, but most of the time it was just to go and relax. And that brought relaxation and uh, peacefulness into my life in such a deep way. I realized that, oh my God, this is my recipe for this emotion. If I want to feel more relaxed, here's one thing that I can just do more of. Does that make sense? This is how you start creating recipes for the emotions that you want to feel. For courage, think about what, when, where have been times where I was super courageous. How did that happen? Was it because you talked to somebody specifically before you took action? Was it because you had a ritual that you used to do and that created courage in you? Was it because you were in a team and you like the energy of team because it gives you courage? What was it? That is going to be your recipe for the emotion of courage. Does that make sense? If you're thinking, okay, I want to feel contentment, what can, what can you do or what maybe did you do once before that created, when was a time you felt contentment? What can you do to create more of that? And I can tell you one of the best ways to create contentment and fulfillment in your life, that feeling is through gratitude. Gratitude, gratefulness, that emotion will actually have an impact on all of the other emotions that you want to have and make them easier to get to. So this is why you see people talking all the time about, oh, having a gratitude routine and so on. It's because gratitude is probably one of the foundational emotions, the gratefulness that you can create that then plants the seed for everything else. It just makes your soil more fertile. So gratitude, 
having a gratitude routine every single morning or every single night or journaling about it, etc., will actually make it easier for you to feel the emotion of contentment, the emotion of fulfillment, etc. Right? If drive, passion, all of those things, like what do you need to do to create the emotion? For me, I know that when I work out, I feel so energetic. I feel passionate about whatever else I'm going to do that day. It just makes me so happy. I love what it does to my body and to my mental space. So I make it an intention to do it every single day, something, right? For other people, it might be going outside in nature, etc. Like look at what actions generate what emotion for you. And do more of that action to get more of that emotion. It is as simple as that. It is literally as simple as that, but it has to be intentional. All right. So just to recap a little bit, to recap a little bit, we all have created this automated response to things and it's an automated uh, uh, emotional response in general. And so we go through life, we go through building our business, etc., with that pattern in place. But what I'm saying is that you can literally flip that pattern upside down and create the pattern that is more in alignment with where you want to go in your life and how you want to live life in general. And you get to choose what those emotions are. So number one, look through what your current emotions are that are... Uh, the, the ones that you feel the most throughout the day, right? So literally, if you're not sure about the past few weeks, look at the next few days and ask yourself at the end of every day for the next seven days, okay, what were the emotions that I felt today? Okay, what felt good, what didn't, etc. And literally try to label the emotions, okay? And then asking yourself, okay, now what are the emotions that I want to be living on a day-to-day -day basis? Calm, right? You want to be that person. People always come to me, they're like, you're always so cool, calm, and collected. Like no matter what's happening, I feel like I can, I can come to you because you're always super calm no matter what the situation. That is something you cultivate as well, right? So what are the emotions you want to cultivate and you want to be experiencing on a day-to-day -day basis? You can identify that for yourself and it's going to be different from, for, for, from what someone else might want to experience. It might be different from mine. Your emotions that you want to dominate your experience, what are they? And then what is the recipe for each? And we all have a different recipe for emotions, right? Even for the same emotion, we might have a different recipe. The one emotion that I would say everyone should work on kind of the same way is gratitude, right? Whether you write it, whether you say it, whether you think it, whether you, you know, whatever that looks like, the gratitude piece will make all of the other emotions more effective, and then once you've identified what those, you know, recipes or those actions that you need to take to experience more of the emotions that you want, put them in the calendar and go and do them, baby. That's what you need to do. It's, it's not complicated, but it has to be done. All right. Um, think about that. Set that up for yourself. Use the next few days to really think internally and to come back to the present moment so that you can experience and be able to see what's going on internally. Take the time to do that. I guarantee you it is going to change you, but it is also going to change your results big time. And the people around you will start to change as well. As I became calmer, as I became more joyful, as I became more confident and courageous, 
every single person around me started experiencing the exact same thing. My husband, so much calmer than before. My parents, so much calmer. My conversations with my mom and other people, so much better than they used to. Does that make sense? So everything will start to change just because you're changing. So this is definitely worth the investment. I've never made so much money. I've never had so much fun. I've never had such... Even the, the clients that I serve, I've never had this caliber of amazing clients, all because worked on the emotions. All right. So think about that. Let me know your main takeaway. Let me know if you want to hear some, a little bit more about this topic. I'll be glad to bring more, um, more to the podcast for you. But take the time to do this. It will be worth your time. All right. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.